Hello everyone, it's Friday night and it is weekender time once more. And I've assembled my party ready to go dungeoneering through the week's worth of hobby news to find out what's going on in the tabletop industry. And you can do something similar courtesy of this week's prize. From Free League Publishing, we have a core set of Dragonbane, along with the GM screen and dice, everything you need to get started role-playing in a world of fantasy, fun and games. So if you want a chance to win that, you need to be a subscriber to the channel and pop a comment below the video here on YouTube. Now, sit back and relax, because your weekend starts here. Hello everyone and welcome to the Weekender. I'm joined by Justin John and Penn. Hello guys. How are you? Still here? Good. Yeah. Wow. Unlike the rest of the country, we're still working. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, John did five miles an hour to get into work today. It's a beautiful, beautiful world where graders uh, just go, yeah, no. <laughs> if you're not going to pay us, we're not going to dump our load in the road. <laughs> Fair enough. Sounds we like actually... a great event to come up in a board game about gritting roads, which yeah. I think now would be a really good cool And we're idea. back to Cargo Masters with Ben. There we go, yeah. <laughs> we, did, um, we, we did go to a, a shop as well before we started filming, and we passed the full Coleraine gritting crew. It was three guys in high-vis with a shovel. Yeah, <laughs> I shit you not. It was just like... They walk past and she's like, should we do the bridge now? All right, let's do the bridge now. We'll get a cup of tea and then we'll do the bridge. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) scabs on a strike. Oh man, you should go back and throw things at them. I bet they're, I bet they're the new guys. They're the ones that haven't joined the union yet. Uh, Rookie rookie mistake right there. Anyway, enough of our generalizing striking action. Uh, We have another packed show for you filled with delightful things on square bases. Some round base stuff as well, but you can't have everything live. Yeah. Um, but we're going to kick things off by taking a look at another Dungeonelia project. Yeah. And this one comes from Thursday's child, who is full of grace. <laughs> and and loves the, the Norse God of Thunder. But yes. Uh, so this uh, comes from Thursday. This one's pretty fun because it's a little bit of a mix of different things. It's a little bit of kind of dungeon design and adventure design, mm. whilst also being a little bit of dungeon, dungeon crafting at the same time. Um, the title sort of gives it away if you're a little bit of a wargaming fan anyway. Uh, but this is sort of delving into 10 millimeter, very small scale adventuring on the tabletop. Uh, so inspired by the past and sort of playing through games like Hero Quest and stuff like that, and the Dragonlance novels, as you can see there. Uh, Thursday has dived into putting together a really interesting um, style of dungeon delving adventure, where in actual fact, all the dungeon uh, rooms and the layout is designed by a deck of cards. So out came the pen and sort of a little bit of doodling, as you can see there, doing some test pieces, which look lovely, I have yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gorgeous. That's this is the kind of thing that I want to be doing. I need to dive in and actually start getting the graph paper out and doing this kind of thing. <laughs> well, you see, um, what, what they need to do is put some magnetic backing on there, 
Mm. And that way it can be proper proper travel dungeon. Oh, that'd be cool. So it wouldn't shift around. That'd be a nice idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do it on the hood of a car <laughs> <laughs> when you're at a festival. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so the doodling of the dungeon rooms has come out and then these are turned into cards, as you can see there, or tiles in this case. And then these are randomly assorted and drawn as you go through the dungeon and that reveals certain enemies and things as you go through. I believe that uh, the daughter has been roped in mm-hmm. to do a little bit of games testing, which I thought was quite cool. Uh, so there's a little bit of a youngling in there at the same time yes. as well, which is quite nice. Free, so free labor, free labor. Hitting, hitting all the targets with this project, which is very, <laughs> sort of very nice. Um, so yes, playtesting involved potentially a cat as well, which is always going to be fun. That's uh, definitely a wandering monster in your yep. dungeon. Um, and there's some notes from the youngling as well, which was quite nice. Yeah. And then that's sort of rolled through into the development of the rules a little bit more and sort of tweaking things and changing things in different ways as well, which was quite nice. But I think this is a great idea. Mm. Um, fun mm. to sort of like have a nice compact dungeoneering adventure where you get to play around with really old school techniques for designing dungeons, a kind of sketched pen style design, uh, but uh, could move faster. At least it's able to move. That's the worst. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I love cool. the idea of a pocket dungeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a really cool idea. Um, I thought there was going to be more to that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I just said I liked it. That, that's all that's yeah. needed. Yeah. I, I, it's like anything on the internet. If I like something, I'll say I like it. I will move on. There we go. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think this looks really awesome and I'd love to see where it uh, goes in the future. Mm. Hopefully we'll see some painting up the different heroes and the monsters and everything else as well. And um, yeah, Yeah. you could see what develops. Using the little 15 mils is a nice touch. Keep everything sort of compact and bijou master. You should really get those, like when when the project's done, you should get them scanned and put onto like playing card style material and just have have it in a deck box with a little rule book. That'll be I mean, nice. Yeah. This is one I could see turning into an actual product. Mm. If you want <laughs> you know, to be like extra... an actual sellable game, market that. Be... Yeah. Oh, yes, very true. If you wanted to be extra bougie, mm. you know, poker, poker. No, what are they? Well, no, tarot, tarot style. style. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's the the tarot of the extra length on them. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> seeing the old procedurally generated dungeon with the cards, and all of a sudden I'm reminded of the game Zombie, mm. um, <laughs> yes. which where you were survivors escaping a town and you started in the center and then had to run down the streets avoiding the zombies until mm. you find the helipad yeah, i'm thinking yeah. that is another dungeon crawler right there so yeah. many ways you don't always have to go fantasy Very true. yes yeah make your game move faster and add more big monsters like the cat <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense <laughs> as she gazes on <laughs> and uh, the, the, the cat is considering that. how many bits can i steal before dad catches me yeah. I did also like that the mechanics seem fairly sort of quick and yeah. easy to dive into. There's like a basic sort of overview of it yeah, as yeah. part of the project at the moment, uh, which I think is quite nice. Um be fun to see where it goes. Obviously the classic orcs and trolls have been thrown into the mix, which is mm. a good starting point. Mm. And uh yeah, we'll see where it goes, I suppose. But uh, a good start for this one. I've been chucking ch- chugging along for a couple of weeks. Still got plenty of time left to get involved. So yeah, maybe this will inspire you to do something similar. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll I'll throw this one in. Here's my little designer note for you Thursday. Um, <laughs> as far as the could move faster, I'm assuming that's because you're going with random move for the heroes, yeah. which means at some point, <laughs> some point elf's going to move one for three or four turns in a row and be dragging yeah. everybody else down. Get yourself some average dice. Yes. Uh, and, you know, you've or- got a minimum of two. Most of the time you're going to be rolling a three or four. Very rarely you'll hit a five, but for movement it will just push you through that dungeon faster without 
Yeah. Ramping you right through it or having to do any stupid maths. Oh, well, maybe, maybe just a D6 plus. Aye, so give them a base move stat plus the D6. Oh, I can't be arsed with, can't be arsed with thinking about things. Not when I'm playing a game. Fair I'm playing a game, I'm just too drunk to do that. <laughs> just, get, just get yourself a little thing. And now you dice. know the secrets behind all of our Let's Plays. Jerry is... 100%. 100%. Well, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry has lunch, it just happens to be liquid bread. <laughs> so yes, anyway, that's uh, some terrific stuff from Thursday. If people fancy getting involved in the Dungeonalia with the other Dungeonalia type peoples, um, we have a page which you can go to uh, and look that all up. Yeah, so we've got uh, a breakdown of how to get involved with the project system and how to use it. There's also a separate link uh, that you'll find on social media as well, which will sort of be a dedicated how to create your project for Dungeon Elia page. So if you're interested, you can just find it all there. But this page is basically a sort of landing sort of zone where you can go and find everything you need to start getting involved. It's got all the details of the prizes, of which there are a lot. We've talked about this over the last mm. couple of weekends. There's loads of different categories to get involved with. There's some big prizes from loads of different companies that have got involved to help us out with this one, which is very, very nice of them. And there's even stuff for runners-up and everything in between as well. So, yeah, just make sure you've got yourself a uh, a on-tabletop account, head over to the project system, start building it up, and then you've got to use the drop-down menu at the bottom to join the contest. And then there'll be a little thing there as well to go and view other people's work, as well as a banner on the homepage where you can go and see everyone's projects sort of updating in real time, which is always nice. Uh, so yeah, get involved, have some fun, build projects. You can do loads of different things. You're not limited by genre or, or anything like that. So just have some fun and most uh, important dungeon-based goodness. Most important button oh God, for yes. Ben. Oh, Please that puts, that put puts a lovely little picture <laughs> on your project <laughs> that then we can all go, ooh, they're on right basis and not clicking on that. Yeah. <laughs> I might end up going through and picking a picture from everybody who hasn't put one in. Hasn't put a thumbnail in. I'm just adding it. I will invade your project, Dammy. <laughs> makes a change for me doing it, to be fair. <laughs> wandering around kicking the tires of uh, people's pro projects like a, a wandering monster of my own. So. Uh, your your project has been annexed for the glorious republic of Ben and Jerry. Yes, mm. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, and I don't see any problem with that at all. Mm. It makes sense to me. Mm. Why would it not make sense to everybody at home? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Enough dungeoneering. Time to have a look at the indie of the week. Ooh. And this week, we've gone all Masonic. What? Ooh. Huh? Wiggly so hedgehog, all sorts of different things. Yeah. Well, yeah. technically, technically, he's a mason. It's Tom Mason. Ah, uh, so well, what you did then. Ah, uh, I'm very clever. Uh, Tom has been a sculptor in the industry for twenty odd years now. Yeah. Uh, he has worked with um, Reaper. Uh, he's done. He co-founded um, Megacon. Did Mercs. Um, he's done yeah. stuff for Cephalofair. He's done a ton of things. And he's got his own little home here, which you can find at thethomason.com. There's <laughs> <laughs> no punctuation or capitalization. That's how that's pronounced. He may be Tom Mason. The website is the Thomason. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it sounds like something an evil villain would create as their doomsday weapon. Told you. I present to you the Thomason. <laughs> like I said masonic um there's obviously the tiny fighting men's in here which we'll have a look at in a minute oh. i will very briefly click this little button up here clicky 
Well, internet says no, no. It just send, says yes, it's fine. <laughs> See? Yes, it's fine. Know. So he has his own um, YouTube channel where he essentially does sculpting tutorials. There's also interviews and stuff with other games designers and sculptors and bits and pieces. But if you're looking to do a bit of sculpting or converting, or maybe you're just looking to do, you know, up your game in some respects, um, there's some fantastic stuff in here that Tom's been doing for, for years. So you can go and have an, a windows of Very how nice. he works and how it all comes together. However, enough of him. Mm-hmm. Let's have a look at his work. Um, so you can see scrolling past there a whole host of random fantasy type things. Havoc Protocol, I believe, is just brand spanking new and up for pre-order until the end of this month, I think. So these are his sci-fi stuff. Oh, I um, like those. Which I like. I'm assuming there will be a reason and some sort of lore behind them who yeah. these people are yeah. the fact these are called the founders um makes me want to go back and watch altered carbon again because i just <laughs> the imagine first, the first series not the second one but yeah <laughs> yeah but i imagine you know these people are living on top of some sort of sky mansion looking mm-hmm. down at all the poor people's with who, a stance like that yes yeah, yeah le- leaders of a dystopian world just looking down on the peasants yeah yes. going, my god look their lives are so short they're like ants from this high. There we go. Yeah. I remember whipping their grandfather. It seems like <laughs> only minutes ago. Yeah. Um, but that's a really nice pair of figures for whatever he has planned. And I'm curious as to see what the, the long-term ramifications of the Havoc and the Founders are. Yeah. But even for um, doing some cyberpunky style games, mm-hmm. the likes of um, Codeblade. It's mm. just come out. Um, yeah. always looking for figures for that it's good could be dropped in there could be used for infinity as uh, objectives slash hostages very you true just, you just don't know where you're going crooked dicey 7TV goodness as well perhaps mm. nice. oh I like that armour that's cool yeah. yeah it's it's that very manga slash anime esque mm. you know that like has a, a nice min- min- minimalist style to yeah, it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could all curves. be in Mega Man Blue, I reckon. Yes, <laughs> especially with especially with the helmets. Yes. <laughs> then put a bow on top of one of their heads. Go to a sculpting YouTube channel, learn how to make a bow out of many parts <laughs> on top of their heads. Paint yeah. it pink, and then you've got Miss Mega Man. The, 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 the man works? might actually Mega have uh, a tutorial for that, yeah. or he might do one for his channel now. True. Yeah. Look at that! Stop moving forward. We're about to be killed up He's by one of the founders. Techno train. Choo choo, all aboard! Now, see, they, they haven't been paid their wages. They've just found the founders, and he's just like, "Hold up, there he is. Get ready to shoot." <laughs> no point in shitting them. They'll just regrow the body. They'll all come back. We oh, know this. No. We all. The laws developing this. before our eyes. There we go. <clears throat> Very cool. I like those sort of yeah. nice, sort of general sci-fi troopers. Good stuff. Yeah, good sci-fi. Always good to have. And then we have the Ooh, very cute. specialists, mm. uh, which is how I imagine the Powerpuff Girls end up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this Although is just they, how it goes. These clearly look like some form of Mac pilot. Yeah, I was going to say like a, a speed racer or a Mac pilot or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that'd be quite cool. Could have that. come off the grid and Tron. 
Exactly. Mm. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. Get some more neon in there. He Get some neon and write some dangerous. Red Bull sponsorships on them. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Red Bull sponsors everything these days, so it's fine. Yeah. What was the other thing that the kid just watch? Uh, not Powerpuff Girls. Uh, Spy Kids? Action Spies? Triple Spies? Spy kids oh, Totally Spies. Totally Spies? Is that it? it was, I think it was, that's it. It was a cartoon yeah. with three. Yeah, it was uh, on Fox Kids whenever I was a kid. Yep, see, I told you. Oh, wow. That's what the kids watch. Okay. But they were color-coded in something similar. Mm-hmm. You watched yeah. Fox Kids? He was just waiting for Fox News to start and just... <laughs> 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 He's waiting for uh, so, so hang on, so hang on. That, that's the primer? I imagine Indoctrination? So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Cartoons, Tucker Carlson. There we go. I mean, look how you turned out. So... <laughs> so. <laughs> So that's Wait, that, I resemble that remark. <laughs> that's Havoc Protocol then. So uh, pre-order for those guys. Um, nice. But we'll go back and have a look at the uh, little fantasy stuff because they're so much fun. Which lives here under the effigy. Look, proper basis, uh, <laughs> if you must. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have essentially three factions. There's a goblin, there's a frog, and there's a gnome, um, of which... There are many, and they're absolutely corking figures. They re- they are lovely, yeah. Because, I mean, why would you not want some sort of medieval-style uh, frog army coming at you? I mean, obviously, put them on the right like, side. Toad is running at you with bearded axes. Yeah. I like to think that a entire kingdom was cursed by a witch rather yeah. than just a prince. There's not enough kisses in the land yes. to heal you. <laughs> now you see, this is why they're going to war. They need oh. to capture enough people so the entire population can kiss them at the exact same time to turn back normal. So they must conquer the world. True. Yeah. That is a good I like that. That's yeah, pretty dark though. Pole, man. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. It's a pun. It's a pun on two levels, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's great. Oh, I love that. Croakers. Yeah. For your larger heavy infantry, but then it's some sort of terrible paladins. Yeah, the thing that's really nice about these as well is because they've got that cartoony, larger than life, mm. heroic feel to them. I reckon these would be really good to paint because you've not got to worry too much about lots of in- very intricate details here and there. It's just big, blocky, bold colors, um, and then sort of like doing some really nice highlights on those would really make them pop. I think. Mm. I, mean, I, I would kind of want to do some like wet effects on the skin of these to make them shiny. That would be cool as well. Yeah. Do you? Are, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> why? Why would you? Why would you? Why would you? Um, You're just the worst. Anyway, um, I f- I feel like we should have a look at at the gnomes. 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 Gnomes are absolutely sweet. Yeah. Sweet to the base. They're lovely. We'll start with David and Lisa. I think this was, I think uh, the Goblins was the first stuff I saw from him, and then these popped up right fairly shortly after, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to the Goblins because they are, mm, aren't they? Mm, yeah. Lovely. This is, again, speaking of cartoons, what the kids like. Uh, David the Noob. We all watch that. Nope. I missed well, that one. I'm afraid that one passes me by. But uh, Oh, my God. You, I, uh, Jerry, I'm not young enough to know that now. You kids with your <laughs> music, television, your drugs. <laughs> oh, I love that. 
the birds in the beard. That's the, lovely. The little effigy, a little yeah. uh, could be a scarecrow, could be a, a an actual gnome with just some sort of yeah, riotous yeah. beard. <laughs> the choice is yours. I know you just don't see him just squidging along. <laughs> oh, every time he, he lands, the beard just expands. Just yeah. Shooting. Blob, blob, blob. You need to paint yeah. each of the birds in different Angry Birds colours. <laughs> oh. yeah. Tiny windmill. He's. I don't think be. he's part of an artillery crew that's trying to. <laughs> oh, he's he's gauging the wind. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. Clearly, he's the air corps. He holds that up and just drifts off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's your artillery crew with the lawn darts. The lawn darts. That's very cool. I mean, that's you know, so adorable. It looks adorable. It looks hilarious. The Romans used a weapon exactly like that. They called they did, the plumbata, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was, you know, painful yeah. when when hit by. Then got turned into a toy and then got made illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Only because it kept sticking people's heads. Well, I mean, people's, people's aim was off. That's all. Yeah. Got a love of numish phalanx. See, before, before Alex Huntley was doing them for warp, mm. <laughs> Tom Mason was sculpting them. Yeah. <laughs> All done, dusted, shovels and spears, and away you go. Yeah. Those are great. Love those. Aren't they? I, w- I wonder if he'll do like a, an archery set with like a plant pot pavis. <laughs> that would be neat. Yeah. I love those. They're so grumpy as well. It's wonderful. Well, you can't tell if they're grumpy. They don't have eyes. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So there's no expression. They're just. I just, I, I just seem to assume grumpiness. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the beard? Because uh, just because I have a beard and I'm yeah. mainly grumpy doesn't yeah. mean that all people. That's you know correlation, that's isn't it? That's Causation. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, the little gnome greenkeeper. Oh. On his little pig. On pig. Yeah. He's, Eating something, <laughs> giving giving the ultimate battle speech to his forces. Yeah, he's even got an armored tip to his hat, which I think is quite. Cute. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's he's ready for war right, yeah, with his yeah. battle hoe, and away he goes. I mean, call him Ivan. There we go. Yeah. The real question would be, where would you drop these in? Is it a little Ooh. bespoke type game, or would you? Because I, you've got things like. Frostgrave and the like, where it never says what things are except the creatures attacking you. Yeah, and I think just replacing everything with things like this would be just That'd hilarious. Be See, yeah. I, I would yeah. almost play this as like a shrunken world game where they're all living in a garden. That would be nice. And yeah. Fighting against each other. Get some statuesque stuff from the bottom of the garden. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, wandering monsters. Look. There's a little tiny goblin that looks like Aww. Baby Yoda from the Baby Yoda show. Yeah. <laughs> there's tiny one, little frog like, on its base. And there's one gnawing on Pedro Pascal's uh, thigh bone after they find him <laughs> for abducting their child. <laughs> That'll teach you, Pedro. Not so clever now. <laughs> little bratties with spears. They are, these are just so ridiculously adorable. Mm-hmm. See the, these, I would paint in like the brightest, poppiest colors I could. Yeah, I'd be tempted so, to even. I'd be tempted to even move away from like the standard green and do hmm. them in like a bright blue or something like that. I think that could be quite nice. See, I would do them with a green, but I would put like random war paint splats on them. Uh, yeah, I would. I was thinking like a red skin with white war paint on. Ah, uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, 
Make him look a bit more demonic-ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of, you could cross the line between goblin and imp. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah the the necromancer goofed, and instead of summoning demons, he summoned demon daycare. <laughs> what's what's that thing Stitch from that film Nilo Stitch because I've not watched it but it looks like a little like demon an alien. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, an alien yeah it's a medical well it's an experiment of some sort uh, to create a doomsday weapon I can okay. spoilers <laughs> spoilers they're a bit late to the party I think John <laughs> but, but that sort of um, mauve yeah that sort of like style. dark blue grey is he not I thought he was purple he's like turquoise a is he oh wow Turquoisey blue? Don't know. Yep. I've only ever seen memes. So, uh, is this going to be like a Mandela moment where we're not yeah. sure exactly what? Kind of- <laughs> <laughs> Turns out there's not even a film called Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> and he's like, wow. I mean, I I know they did a cartoon series afterwards where there were like multiple coloured ones of him uh, that were like his family. There you go then. Right. So that could be where my memes are coming from. This one's fat. He is. Why are you fat? He's chewed on too many of Pedro Pascal's bones. Oh. Yeah. He's run ass up a hell a few times. He found the picnic basket and went in there overnight and was just like, nom, 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 nom. He, was the one, he was the one that stripped the bones. Uh, yeah. yeah. And handed them to Because they are brats. Maybe it's puppy fat. In this case, he got it from Could eating be. a fat puppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, oh, I think oh, this is the first one I've seen. I think so, yeah. And it was that. like, it's the majestic look of a Goblin King. Mm-hmm. With the cloak billowing behind him, he just yeah. needs to be on a mountain of his uh, defeated opponents, like mm-hmm. some sort of Conan the Conqueror. So standing on top of a squirrel skull? No. Mm-hmm. Squirrels will have him. <laughs> Maybe a goblin body, but you get I quite like absolutely the idea. shafted by a squirrel. I know, I know that we talk about it obviously quite a lot, but I quite like the idea of you, because the mechanics are so easy to get into of saga and stuff yes battle boards for each of these mm. and then just having some like weird oh. lady things that you could do with well them. there is there's age of magic where you could just go in magic, and go yeah. oh, i'll use these as the i'll use the gnomes as the under that would be a good idea dwellers yeah. use the uh, mm-hmm. goblins as the horde or can i point out that the box set is called goblin headache mm. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes I, I love that it's called headache yeah it's it's I, the collective noun for a bunch of goblin brats yeah, yeah. <laughs> headache of <laughs> goblins I, I like the fact that we're seeing some individuals now as well, because I would use these like mercenaries to bring into your forces. Oh, that's cool. Mm, some sort of samurai owl thing going on there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ronin owl. With a touch of the Farscape about it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know Farscape, so, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like it, Lulu it was, and Stitch. There's a... It was magically demented. There was a mauve alien. It's good. It's good times. Okay, okay. That unicorn. Pilot. That was pilot, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pilot, uh, pilot was the multi tentacle dealing. Yeah. The the one like that was oh, the, yeah. the warrior the one that was always on the hover thing, floating around on the chair. No, no, no. The the there was the big. Oh know, yeah. The big alien. Oh. I can't remember. He was constantly punching the American in the face. Yes. He probably had a name. They probably all had names. It's a good show. I've forgotten it, but it's a good show. <laughs> Let's go back it, and watch it. It doesn't get rewatched, unlike Babylon 5, which I will do until eternity ends. Mm-hmm. But look, Sir Frogsworth, the Paladin Knight. He's very cool. You're not froggy enough for the kingdom. You must leave. <laughs> I like all of those. Uh, there's also a badge. Oh, yeah. Chrono and all that stuff. I had yeah. to be careful not to scroll down too far because I didn't want you to get excited by the tiny badger bear. <laughs> Uh, I just want a swarm of those. Yes. 
coming at you at ankle height. Yes. <laughs> They'll cause a lot of damage to your chariot if you run into one, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> they're just, they're uh, just about the gonna right get done size in. to punt off a bridge. There you go. That's <laughs> <laughs> Anchorman I'm, style. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> oh, that's oh, such a beautiful cartoony barbarian. Again, this was one of the more like this was one of the earlier sculpts mm. I've seen from him. This was just after, I think the um, the Megacon stuff. I think yep. was when we stepped into doing these these kind of characters because I but I reckon there was a Kickstarter or something for this chap and a couple mm-hmm. of the other uh, characters like the young characters. I think wasn't it? Yeah, so. Uh, th- this would make a perfect D yes. character. Oh, and the apprentice. Yes. <laughs> Forget then, that Bretonian that everyone saw this week and hated. This is the the pairing you need. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's that's just great. Yeah. To, to be fair, Cronin himself even looks like he's still struggling to lift that sword. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah well, I know. Yeah. I know he's kind of like at the apex of beginning a swing, but yeah, that he, he looks like he's more he's more at the gym going. Just five more. <laughs> Imagine he's standing about 20 yards behind him, just practicing the grims. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, you see, you paint the, the other one's sword as wood. And then little yeah. tiny sword girl slash katana wielding paladin type thing. Very, very Saturday morning cartoon. Sa- <laughs> hear, me, hear me out, Ben. Samurai Astrid, how to train your dragons. Oh, that would yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, I like that's, that. Yeah. That's basically yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, a Western Saturday morning cartoon isekai style thing. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, I'm so lost now. <laughs> I was fine with David the Gnome. And then at that point on. confused like, by humans. Everything is can. wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dearie me. You can get them as a little grip as well. Um, what is I'm a product? Ooh, these would be really cool. Fitted in alongside the lucid eye stuff. Mm-hmm. If you do you remember they did their kind of like kiddie dungeon delving range and stuff. I think that would be really cool. This it's is literally cool. just a it's, it's a it's a square space page yeah. type thing. Yeah, that you then shows huh. you how to do what your stuff is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> well, you asked. I was going to click on it. So anyway, <laughs> no, no. Thank you for that. I was confused. I'm now more confused. But thank you. Better again. Yeah. Better a again. Wonderful little range. Yeah. Um, if you do decide to go down the, the sculpting route as well and follow along with some of his little tutorials, there's a set he's put together of cool. the usual sort of sculpting tools, clay carvers, scrapers, mm-hmm. rubber tip things as well. So he's really a local dentist. Well, you know, what else are they good for, the old dentists? Well, the, the important thing is getting one of those rubber tools in there because yeah. most of the sculpting kits you get are just the metal tools yes which is a pain in the ass i have a whole host of them i do like that it comes and, with and the... i do nothing with them sometimes <laughs> i, I do push like that it comes the with the containment box yes yeah. well yeah you don't want them escaping in the middle of the night <laughs> especially, yeah, not, with all the, mischief. Yeah, especially sure. not with those goblins around i <laughs> feel <laughs> very bad for somebody very bad <sighs> anyway so there's yes. one about small soldiers up in here yeah well, it would do it would do uh, so there we go. That is very nice. Tom Mason's range, which you can find on thetomason.com. It's cracking. You should give Link it a look. down below. Yeah. <laughs> right. We shall have a look at some news now. Swish me. Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe. Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that shit you love. 
It's the news. <laughs> All right. Big Galvy bucket of news coming your way. Oh. Starting things off with conquests or yeah. kings. <gasps> picked, picked by the people. It was for the people. Democracy. Democracy <laughs> in action. So when I didn't get my dogs of war, it was because of these people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at, at at least you didn't turn up at you know Conquest HQ going, "Oi, I want mine." Exactly. Well. It's only because they're too far away and it's a very hot country. I wouldn't survive the trek. <laughs> <laughs> Good things come to those who wait. Mm, that is true. But yeah, uh, the Sorcerer Kings, the newest faction for <laughs> Conquest, is going to be landing very, very soon. Pre-orders are available for a whole bunch of uh, lovely awesomeness um, mm. in 35 mil fantasy goodness. Uh, so yes, you can start things off with the sort of limited edition preview version of a sorcerer which makes sense for the sorcerer kings mm. uh this model will be available during this kind of period of pre-orders i think they're going to be coming out properly sort of february time isn't it mm. i think yeah. um the, the whole army and stuff so it'll be very nice but yes if you want to get yourself a special miniature you've got this lady that you can snap up and add into your army looking very cool wielding indeed. dagger wands mm. she'll stab you and cast spells probably inside your body <laughs> explosions there we go that's how it works, definitely. Uh, oh, I'm 100% there, there yeah. yeah. It's like getting one of those special forces knives that has the CO2 cylinder in the, oh, the yeah. hip. So when you stab somebody, you can explode their organs. Same yeah. principle here. Exactly. Yeah. That's horrifying. They just no. didn't realize that they made it. <laughs> uh, as well as that, there's a couple of additional characters that they've been working on as well. So there's the Sadar, as you can see there, with that mm. amazing looking sword. I love the kind of Indian style aesthetic to things that they've gone with here um it's really awesome seeing that and it's one of the things that i think parabellum does really well is that they take ideas and concepts that maybe haven't been explored properly in the fantasy genre yeah. and play around with it in interesting ways and i think they've really done that here kind of nailing that on especially with the design of some of the arms and armor and stuff that you see here um and i'm sure that'll carry through into the army itself as well so yeah you got the sada there there's the maharaja as you can see Giant flaming turbans. Flames, of course, yes. Um, this kind of folds nicely, especially with the next character as well, mm. into the kind of different ways that the Sorcerer Kings work. So there's kind of mortals and elementals within their force. And each of those different characters, so the Maharaja and stuff like that, will be able to play around with the different forces and give them different buffs and that kind of thing. And then you've got the Raj there that kind of is a nice melding of the two. So this is kind of like showing off that he can look after both elemental and mortal troops on the tabletop and give them good buffs and things like that. So not just good for... Um, Last argument of Kings either. Mm. Obviously very good for leading the the way in sort of the skirmish game as well. So if you dive yeah, into first, first blood. blood. Some nice options there, which is very cool. Yeah. These are also amazing. Uh, so this is some of the kind of elemental infantry that they've been working on. These are the goals. So these are your sort of flaming spirits from an elemental plane that have been summoned forth to do battle. Um, as you might imagine going to be lobbing some flame at someone setting them on fire mm. i love the kind of negative space they've got in some of the models as well i think it's really nice i think you can you're going to see some very interesting painting on these um playing around with kind of like sort of coal black style um skin potentially and then all the flames bursting through them as well i think it'd be really nice so. i think what would be kind of cool is taking the the idea of the terracotta army and just Ooh. adding the flames to it so it's like yes. living statue that, that that's would be cool that's what i was thinking myself john yeah. because yeah if you think of them as um something like terracotta army or golem yeah, the, yeah. The men of yeah. clay so See, nice. I, I would nearly go the opposite way, paint them as like just people and the element is taking over them. 
just burst so they are through. burning from the inside Ooh. out that would be nice kind of giving it, that kind of old dominion vibe as well which but, is like cool. in the jill of the nile yeah <laughs> yeah cool. uh there's also uh so that's your kind of elemental side for the thing mm. there's also the Rajakur, which are your sort of mortal infantry mm. clad again in that amazing armor uh that just it looks, looks gorgeous it looks mm. really really nice, nice. Yeah. i love all the embossing work they've done on the shields and the banner mm. and it's going to come up a treat while it looks like it could potentially be quite daunting just dry brush it man just dry brush the details it'll all pop oh lovely <laughs> very just all inlaid shields every everyone yeah inlaid various enamels Speed paints and contrast are going to be your time. best friend. Yeah, and then that banner as well, really nice too. Um, and it's it's kind of setting the scene for a really amazing army. Uh, it was quite fun. I think it was reading through the Raj entry. Mm-hmm. They were talking about some of the other units that are available. I think we're going to have things like war elephants and stuff. Yeah, which is going to be amazing in thirty-five mil. I'm obviously you've... is it on fire? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> maybe it comes no. out the trunk. We're half a lump on fire. Yep. The old Dominion will obviously get greased up, flaming undead pigs to send <laughs> to the war elephants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fire-breathing pachyderms. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, amazing little set of there. And then to kind of blend in with that kind of, as I say, sort of like that kind of Persian influence, a little bit of mm. Indian influence as well. You've got the Ifrits there too, which I think is really nice. So you've got two different flavors of them. So this is a dual kit that either does the sword dancers or you can have the flame casters. So you've either got kind of relatively sort of close range ranged mm. options for you to use in your games or you've got basically mincing machines <laughs> with mm. those sword dancer so stick there in front of a unit and just watch them get turned into slithers of flesh <laughs> yeah very cool indeed i love this <laughs> uh, Raja. Oh, there we go <laughs> I, I like it because it, it does something that they've done with things like the wadrun where it's not a we're gonna do african or we're yeah. going to do south american they've, they've gone various tribal cultures and blended them into something sort of unique um mm. for the wadrun and here it's it's various oriental yeah um yeah. sort of influences so you've got your persian indian we've seen one the other day which was um almost chinese mm. uh, one of the sorcerer kings from the uh it must be the oh what's the the resin range they do uh, oh, the artisan, the artisan, the artisan, the artisan series, series yeah. which yeah. was much more Chinese in style. Right, and they've, they've taken all of these Oriental influences and just went all of them. Mm-hmm. Because when you read the lore behind the Sorcerer Kings, when uh, Haslia and the Old Dominion were kicking off, uh, they went mm, no, and so everybody from that area, off the back of this sort of council of mages, went, you know what, we're going to do. Uh, we're going to create a new land where none of this is going on. We'll go south. <laughs> they went to went to the coast, and then the sorcerers raised up essentially a new continent, and they all booted across onto it. Love they went it. right. We live here now, and yeah. that that undead madness that can <laughs> itself yeah. hell's with this. Keep your drama. We're out. Uh, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that's uh, that's interesting. Nice I mean, the yeah. the speed at which. That's come. Obviously, they've, they've been developing the Sorcerer Kings, Dogs of War, and the Weavers and stuff for a little while. And then it was just a case of which one was going to come out of the traps first, based off yeah. the uh, the voting from the the community. Um, I, I do like how that's that's turned out. It just makes me wistful for what could have been with the Dogs of War. <laughs> well, I mean, Jerry, you know, someday, 
someday yeah, someday someday there's the, I, I believe that one of the miniatures that you can get from the organized play kits is a dogs of war character isn't it because mm. they've done each of the different factions have got one there so maybe if you're lucky you get your hands on one of those that'd be kind of nice that would be a or nice or just grab start. all the organized play kits they've made Jerry and just, just take that one. single miniature <laughs> and just your army is just that one miniature over and over, just over, and, over and over again that'd be the way to go um, but yeah as well as the Sorcerer Kings landing, uh, 2024 is also kicking off uh, big styly for those people who want to get stuck into Conquest with mm. the fifth anniversary and a whole bunch of one-player army boxes. Um, so these are kind of like a little bit of a tweak on the boxes that they've done previously for all the different factions. There is one for all of the existing factions in the game, apart mm-hmm. from the Sorcerer Kings, obviously, because they're mm. coming out later in the year. Uh, but you'll be able to get your hands on a whole host of different stuff for the Dwegholm, the Wadroon, the Hundred Kingdoms, the Spires, anything you want to dive into. And these have been sort of tweaked to include uh, a whole bunch more of the sort of more modern models that they've done for the range. So these might even actually be a good pickup for someone who's maybe started a Spires army and then maybe wants to just add on a big bulk of stuff to build onto things like that. Um, but even if you're just getting started, these are pretty good, and they'll give you a nice specialized force on the tabletop. Also really good for First Blood as well. Um, so if you want to dive in mm. and play either of those games, these would be quite nice. I love that, just full of wolves. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, werewolves. Who would have thought? You would have been drawn to that. Who would have thought? I should also point out, uh, Parabellum did say that they're going to be doing another two-player starter set in the near future as well, which will contain the city-states and the Sorcerer Kings. So mm-hmm. if you're somebody who's maybe sort of on the edge of diving in, maybe with a mate, maybe wait around for that. You could dive in and pick that up, get yourself two really nice armies from them. The city-states are a gorgeous range. Uh, and obviously, as we've been looking at the Sorcerer Kings, they're really nice as well. So yeah, make sure to check those out and uh, let us know if you pick one of these up and get stuck in. As we were talking about last week, the, the organized play stuff is going to be really fun this year as well. So maybe you'll be um, sort of dragged down to a club with your mates to play some games and get stuck in. You know, not everyone's enjoying the old world and it's going to be expensive. <laughs> so maybe dive in and do this instead and enjoy an actual modern rank and flank style game on the tabletop. So yeah, very cool. Very fancy indeed. I like also how some of those army sets are... Um, majority of the larger sort of mm. monster or large infantry yes. models yeah. um, got a centerpiece to it well it, it changes things up because a lot of starter sets you often just get you know multiple infantry units yes. uh, whereas yeah. this time around you're going well here's some ogrons or here's some uh, werewolves or uh, thunder riders for the madroon whatever it happens to be so if you've already got a starter set uh, then adding this on will all of a sudden add some of that massive infantry in there yeah. and a few of the big monsters too. Yeah. Also, remember all the rules and stuff for Conquest, everything you can get on, find on their website, go and dive yeah. in, have some fun with it and see what it's all about as well. So yeah, very cool. Fancy. All right. Human militia for mm. Oathmark. Oathmark. Yeah, so go- mm. moving from mm. one rank and flank game to another one, uh, Oathmark is uh, coming back with a, a vengeance this year. We saw the Elven Cavalry coming out towards the end of 2023. But 2024 marks the uh, the building up of the humans uh, once again. So if you're diving into a game and you want to use them as your sort of core kingdom, these might be quite fun. Or maybe if you're just diving into anything fantasy-based, these are quite mm. nice. So this is going to be a new plastic set from uh, Northstar, uh, who've done all the sets in the past for these. Uh, it's going to come with a whole host of different options for you to build your human militia with swords and spears and shields, axes, maces daggers bows and everything else in between so if you want to make your sort of uh ragtag rabble 
dogs of war your dogs of war perhaps mm. yes mm. <laughs> then these could be quite nice uh but also you've got the hoods and the um the bows and the arrows as well if you want to go down the sort of route of outlaws and rangers, and and rangers yeah yeah that's that's um, I, all I we're going to see is armies of rangers yes i think this has been uh one of the sets that everyone's been sort of waiting for for quite yeah. a while uh mainly because it comes with so many different options in there it reminds me very much of the classic empire militia free company set that they did mm-hmm. for warhammer fantasy more time where, yeah where yeah. you basically got everything you need to make your sort of basic infantry or uh your militia as it were yeah. on the tabletop so yeah very nice little kit this one um, they should off the sprues should be coming out fairly soon lots of different combinations that you can go with with this one um i'm not necessarily a fan of the shields but that's an easy problem to solve because everybody does shields <laughs> get yeah. some round ones that's the way to go in my mind but uh yeah um beyond that <clears throat> uh obviously you can kit bash these there you go just buy a set of those <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah, if you want to kit bash this with some of the stuff from the rest of the human range, or if you wanted to go even beyond that and include some of the dwarf or goblin or um or elven stuff in there as well, you can do. Uh it all works together, it's all compatible. Uh, alongside even the stuff from Frostgrave as Frostgrave, well. Or yeah, maybe yeah. even Stargrave if you wanted to go even wilder. That well, could work. So, yeah. Having having a set of more regimented style mm. bodies. Um, that you could then mix in because obviously there's things like the scrappers and stuff for Stargrave. So yeah, yeah. Um, you've also got the one you played last year, Jerry. Was it the the Doomed or the Damned? Yeah, the, the Doomed. doomed. Yeah. The Damned, a uh, great that. band with Captain Sensible. <laughs> Similar but different. Uh, but yeah, it's nice to see these coming. Um, I wonder if that means Joe's working on any more Oathmarky books. I, I I would really hope so. It'd be really fun to see them do more. With Although. That. It is good that they're they're going back and filling out the range because I think they've said that um, cavalry because they've already got the human cavalry here, so they they were just needing the, the militia set. Uh, be interesting to see what comes I next believe, from them. I believe North Star Wars are going to do a set of metal characters to go alongside these as well, so you can have like militia champions and things mm. like lower ranking ones, which will sit nicely with the metals that they've already done as well. So keep an eye out for those. I'm sure they'll be up for pre order very soon as well. Yeah. So. I heard a vicious rumor that the uh, cultists box was going to get a, a friend as oh, well ooh. as the um, oh, so cultists too will be interesting f- uh, female figures, same as they've done with the some of the other boxes, soldiers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know there was a second one, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> you just have to find out for yourself or wait. Yeah, or someone yeah. will jump into the comments and tell. Yeah, somebody, some yeah. tell me what I can't remember. <laughs> There's going to be a lot. To be fair, so, yeah. <laughs> pick one and run with that. Right, uh, Infinity mm. Tag Deathmatch. Yeah, so uh, this is if, a big you miss, if you missed out on the Kickstarter or the crowdfunder, I believe, because mm. I think it was uh, maybe it was an Indiegogo or a GameFound, one of those. I think it was GameFound. If, yeah. It was on one of those platforms. Um, uh, Infinity Deathmatch Tag Raid, uh, a selection of platinum pledges and expansions is actually available over on the Corvus Belly website at this moment. Um, they are going to be available until stocks last or up until I think it's the 11th of February. Um, so if you're one of those people who missed out on the game and really wanted to pick it up, this is your chance to go in and snap it up for yourself um, before it sort of disappears into ether because mm. this is one of those games that's not going to go to retail. So it was one of those that if you are going to pick it up, this is the that was the time to do it. As I say, if you missed out, you've still got another chance here. Um, 
you'll be able to get yourself the platinum pledge which contains pretty much everything that was available as part of that in the the crowdfunder so mm. it comes with the core game and all of the additional expansions but if you're someone who maybe just got the core game and now you're regretting that and you wanted to pick up some of the expansions you can get some of those as well so you can get the uh, search and capture one which added the uh, combined army into the mix there's the stein dragon one as well which is that amazing sci-fi dragon could easily be dropped into a fantasy game as mm. well if you wanted to i say dragon it's more of a wyvern I'm going to get my Draconics right. There we go. <laughs> uh, and there's also the scenery pack there as well, which could also be great for Infinity. Use that yeah. as objective markers and things in your games as well. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in uh, Infinity Deathmatch Tag Raid and you missed out the first time, make sure to go and check this out and uh, get your uh, your orders in um, mm. ahead of it sort of vanishing away. Uh, I yeah. remember these are plastic or mm, these? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're done in that their new material they've been working with for some of the larger models and things, which is quite nice. So yes, make sure to check those out. They're very fancy. I remember having a look at the massive Stein Dragon. <clears throat> I know that's not how it's pronounced, but that's what I'm doing <laughs> right now. Um, whenever we were doing the the Let's Play and having a look mm. at the uh, the prototype of it, and it's an absolutely stonking beast. It really is absolutely massive, mm. and once it's on that little plastic hexagon base, I mean that'll come off a treat. You know, straight on a <laughs> straight on a seventy-five mil square Bosch Titan time. <laughs> Have some fun. Yeah. There's yeah, there's a lot I can do. A lot of damage I can do to people. Yeah, ne- next time Carlos is across, he's just going to backhand you. <laughs> what have you done to my beautiful miniature? Smaller than me. <laughs> as long as you paint it, as long as you paint it in using colours, and you give it little armour yeah. lights, it'll be fine. <laughs> Absolutely grand. It would, in many respects, be uh, super co-opted by the race. People's Republic. <laughs> that that is how these things go. Yeah. Um, right, a little bit of the Cthulhu. Mm. Yeah. So this one was one that we sort of uh, was teased last year, and yeah. is finally now available from the folks at P Work War Games. Uh, this is. Altar of the Dead Gods, which I know you were quite uh, excited by, Jerry. Oh, God, um, yes. This is their new Lovecraftian-themed skirmish game, which is all kinds of awesome. They had me at Dead Gods. <laughs> uh, so this is a two-player game where you mm. dive into a uh, skirmish where you're exploring buried temples and ancient labyrinths and ruins beyond time searching for sacred relics that you can use to sort of uh, infuse yourself with uh, power that you probably shouldn't be touching in any way <laughs> uh, you'll be able to take on the role of factions like vampires hunters blood witches cultists the pilgrims of the church and the very mysterious and sounds very cool decadent waltz i don't yes. know the- what they are no <laughs> In my in my heart of hearts, I so want that to be the faction name, but also I think that may be like just a bad translation of something. Oh, okay, All right, interesting. Maybe so, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. even if even if it turns out later on that it is like you know the 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 march of the decadence or something like that, yeah. you know, I, I will still refer to it as the decadent waltz because that's amazing, isn't it? That's a great just yeah. dancing your way in. <laughs> Just like the Mask of the Red Death. I mean, look uh-huh. at this. Right off the bat, that's absolutely bad. I'm glad, to see, they've, <laughs> they've, glad to see they've got a, an eye in there. Um, yeah. because so that, that, you, you that a, faction a has a, a debutante ball before they go out murdering. <laughs> yeah, could, could be that. Uh, it's a really sty- stylish-looking presentation. Mm. Um, mm. And the thing that's quite nice about the game is that they've they've set out to make it 
quick to dive into because it's all sort of driven off these cards as you can see here that are designed for each of the different packs well, each of the different warbands sorry spread over different packs yeah uh, but there's also lots of detail in there for people who want to dive in a little bit more and maybe veteran war gamers who want to sort of take it to the next level um the actual factions are spread out over two packs of cards so you've got mm -hmm. uh, primus and secundus so each of the six is spread three and three however What's quite cool is that P-Work have actually put together a free PDF. So if you don't get your hands on the cards or you just want to check them out yourselves and you know get a little feel for the game, you can download the PDF and it will have all of the rules for that. Um, mm. So you can dive in and see what you think of them and stuff like that. Maybe pick your faction ahead of time. They haven't done specific models for the game, yeah. uh, but that's because there are loads of models out there. We were talking about cultists just then from, mm. from Frostgrave and stuff. They'd be perfect for this kind of game uh, alongside all sorts of other things out there. Uh, playing in 28 mil or 32 mil, I think it would be great for this one. Uh, but what they are doing is they're doing the terrain and the maps and stuff for the game. So you'll be able to get yourself the Lost Temple, which you saw there. And then there's the Buried Temple terrain set, which has been designed with all all those different modular elements so you can mix and match it to build the different scenarios from the core game so which whichever one of those uh sort of maps those scenarios those missions you dive into you can sort of use this terrain to sort of set up your games on the tabletop which i think is quite nice they've also done that token set as well so if you don't want to use the printed versions you can use those in mdf and have some fun with that which would be quite nice mm -hmm. um i think there's lots of interesting depth uh to explore with this Depth, one huh? uh, <laughs> some deep ones perhaps yes um so yeah i think this is a really cool idea uh, i love the idea of sort of blending together lots of different horror vibes into one game um hopefully we'll get a chance to look at this one in a little yes. bit more detail in the near future yes please <laughs> and uh and and see no, what please. it's all about but well, uh, we're just sitting there gif now yeah, uh, but this one seems seems very cool and uh, is definitely worth checking out if you're interested in something mm. a little bit different in the skirmish realm. Yeah, and remember, never learn summon before you learn bind. Exactly. <laughs> There's a reason those spells come in pairs. Yeah. Uh, mm. I like this, the, <laughs> uh, the fact that the uh, PDF and stuff, yeah, great, I suppose, for people who like reading on screens and digital things. I don't. Um, but the fact is, just a couple of card decks. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely the warband is great. Yeah. Uh, it's in that respect, it's saga esque, where you just go two decks of cards and I've got everything I need for playing exactly. the yeah. six mm -hmm. factions. So I'll be doing that. They've even yeah. done uh, inside the set, you even get like a little reference card as well. So it tells you about your turn and sort of the actions that you need to do mm -hmm. as well. So it's a handy little thing for basically not having to check everything in the book all the time. Mm -hmm. as cheat sheets are perfect. God, yes, I love a cheat sheet. You two can be haunted. <laughs> oh dear at that point you just go back to that uh and you, you just get that tattooed on yourself get an elder sign tattooed on every visible <laughs> one on the forehead one over your heart just do it <laughs> if you can find a circle of protection from nudens that'd be great he's a good man to have on your side but otherwise you will be killed up <laughs> like a kepper mm. i'm fascinated never lose your grimoire again this. tattoo it to your skin because obviously we know p works for a long time have done maths mm. books and terrain uh, but this yeah. is the first venture into publishing uh game mm. um so hopefully hopefully this goes well and it's a sign of things to come yeah um, yeah, yeah because uh i think the the writers of this had, had been working on it for a while and then p works are, are publishing it for them so having another outlet for um small indie designers or first-time designers to actually get stuff available to people in the real world uh, without having to go through PDF is great. Very cool.
Very nice. Yeah. yeah. It looks like there's a ton of work lavished on that. Mm. I'm going to stop looking at that. <laughs> and Jerry's bought all of the terrain. Yeah, it? Jerry's wallet's just going twitch, twitch, twitch. <laughs> it's it's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. If they didn't want me to do it, they wouldn't have links for things. It's not, <laughs> it's not how it works. I'm pretty sure that's how it, it works. Have made it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things that I have to buy. Mm, yes. Um, somewhere I can hear Lloyd going, ooh, new army. Um, <laughs> so yes, uh, the full range of Ragnarok miniatures Sons of Odin is now finally available over on the Gripping Beast website. So if you are somebody who missed out on the various Kickstarters that Colin Patton has done over the last little while, um, they're now all available over on Gripping Beast in various guises you to snap up it's a stunning range of metal miniatures uh all in 28 mil lavished with detail uh and kind of a little bit of a, a mix between the kind of semi-mythological the fantastical but also obviously historical at the same time mm. a lot of it's based on things like the Icelandic sagas uh, but you've got models in there that have been designed as kind of like the Ein Hayar as well you know the warriors of Valhalla that were fighting constantly uh every day uh, and they are they just look amazing. Um, if you're someone who's looked at Colin's work in the past for the fantasy ranges, so he's mm. done dwarves and goblins and things, um, this will be, there'll obviously be no surprise that these are amazing <laughs> and should definitely be added into your collection. Um, as I say, they've broken them down into different sets so you can get characters or you can get individual um, sort of warband groups with spears and shields and everything else in between. You can actually buy full saga armies as well mm. so they've kind of done the heavy lifting for you and gone these are the things you need to make a four point list or a six point, point list six or eight point, list yeah. or whatever and so you can just dive in and get those and you're pretty much sorted straight out of the bat uh straight out of the gate sorry um but they've also done some really nice kind of like diorama sets as well so maybe if you're diving into playing the dark ages but you're not doing it on a skirmish level mm -hmm. maybe you're doing it with kind of larger fixed base units and stuff like that they've done these larger shield wall sets so they kind of give you everything you need to build a really badass looking sort of diorama on the tabletop with all the casualties and everything that you get involved with that um and i think they look really nice especially if you're going to be playing something that sort of expands out uh to larger scale battles on the tabletop but yeah very nice stuff indeed from uh ragnarok colin and, mm. and obviously gripping beast working to get all of this out there and i'm sure there'll be even more coming soon because he seems to work like a speed demon oh god yeah 100 <laughs> even i mean even if you're not planning on using those sets to do dioramas yeah, yeah. um but they're, they're good anyway yeah. they're, they're a good solid core of a viking force and yeah, then you've got casualties there. as markers for wounds the back. fatigue yeah. whatever it happens to be mm -hmm. um also Fair if you enough. bought anything from colin used to run saxon miniatures which is yeah. over at warlord have it now it is um, yeah i've got some of his characters yeah, yeah I've, I've got a eight point sack of force of it uh, <laughs> these match perfectly with it by the way yeah. um obviously sculpting wise the you know the sculptor is the same man, so the the style and sizing is identical. But it means then instead of having access to three or four packs of Bondi sort of warriors, you've now got access to ten or twelve when you combine the two ranges. So you'd have some really big Viking armies, really big. I'm gonna stop looking at this now as well. <laughs> I will say, uh, I used to be a hearth guard. Where was it? There he is there. It's be a hearth guard until apparently I got stabbed up. 
It's <laughs> a bit disappointing by me. Uh, I always imagine myself as one of those people who survived the battles, but it just goes to show, alas. like in a like in a zombie apocalypse, we all think we'd do well, but in actual yeah. fact, we'd be toast in the first wave. See, here, here's the thing, Jerry. I don't think you that miniature of you even got stabbed. He's just winded. Oh, See, he's uh, grabbing the side. He's got a stitch. That could be it. <laughs> Stitches are lower. It's up, uh, up here. I, I just want to say, my nipple. It's now it's now a Viking off between Colin Patton and Matt Bickley for who can create the best Viking range in 2024. I'm just going to put that out there. So yeah, we'll see where that goes. <laughs> put them in the pit and make yeah. them sculpt. Then just award. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's fine. Either either way is fine. We all win when that happens. We do. We like do. all wars, we all win when it happens. <laughs> right. Deathwing. Yeah. So this has proved ridiculously popular. It has. Um, so I'm sure by this point, you will have seen a whole bunch of other Warhammer news that will have been mm. out today. Yes. Mm. Uh, but we haven't got that yet. So <laughs> here's the pre-orders that are coming up this weekend for Warhammer 40,000. Uh, as uh, Jerry was alluding to there, the Deathwing Assault Army set is going to be available to pre-order uh, from your friendly local gaming store, wink, wink, and also Games Workshop. Why would you go there? Uh, and we can set a queue for an hour and then true. find out yeah. that they're all sold out. <laughs> I got to sit in, a, sit in a queue for an hour last weekend uh, to just look at my order status for something that I'd ordered months ago. <laughs> that was great. Uh, but anyway. You're so British. <laughs> but yes, anyway, uh, this set will give you everything you need to dive in and start creating a very unique uh, Deathwing Assault Army on the tabletop. You get the new miniature for Belial there, uh, stepping in in his fancy pants mm. uh, to kick ass and take names. Everyone saw that uh, iconic bolter of his and was like, yep, yeah, he's coming. <laughs> but alongside that, you get 15 Terminators. Ten of them are the Terminators that we've that have been out for a while since the, mm. uh, the coming of 10th edition. So they're the big upscaled versions of them. Um, you also then get five of the Deathwing Assault Terminators. So they're the new... Um, sort of the, sculpts, the for robed. Those, which are looking very the yeah. robed ones, yes. Mm. Uh, sword and board boys, yes. Um, the, you'll also get uh, a couple of Deathwing, well, Dark Angel upgrade sprues in the set as well. So you're not just going to have kind of like vanilla looking Terminators. You'll be able to go in and add lots of trinkets and all sorts of different things to upgrade your Terminators. You could also just use those to upgrade the rest of your Dark Angels force yeah. as well if you wanted to, and just mix and match things as you see fit. Um, but yeah. It's going to be available alongside the Codex as well that comes in the set, which will be a limited edition version of that if you are uh, so enamored by that idea. Mm. Um, obviously, everything in this set will be, about, will be out eventually at some point in the future. So if you do miss out on this for whatever reason, the only thing you're going to be missing is the limited edition Codex. Mm. So yeah, uh, you can wait if you need to. Don't have to be lured in by the FOMO. However, we are going to be uh, putting this up for pre-order on our store, on store on tabletop. So if you do want to avoid having to sit in a queue and maybe uh, snag one from us, then you can do on uh, Saturday morning, tomorrow morning. So be, lucky. Lucky. be lucky. Be um, lucky. In addition to that, I'll just be on time. We'll be on time. Yeah, ten o'clock. Big bang. <laughs> uh, as well as that they're also continuing to dive into the narrative side of things with Warmer 40,000 um, so the next book uh, Pariah Nexus is out this will give you additional bits and pieces that you can use to dive into um, creating narratively uh, crafted armies for Warmer 40,000 with new options uh, to sort of take things different ways the fighters moved away from the Tyranids ravaging the galaxy and instead now there's a little bit of a civil war brewing 
amongst the uh, Necrons as uh, they are trying to work out which way to take their mighty mm. dynasty. Um, Skype versus Zoom. Skype versus Zoom. Yes, it is the old, the Apple Mac versus uh, Windows. <laughs> I, I'm a Mac. I'm a PC. That's yeah. <laughs> Who is this? He doesn't look Necrony. No. Yeah. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the uh, the Mechanicus are also involved yeah. in this little brouhaha, sticking yeah. their oar in. Yes. Well, I mean, anytime I've seen a Mechanicus find Necron gear in 40k, they're like, "Oh my god, I must have it." Yeah. They they tend to poke USB ports that they shouldn't be. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. yeah they'll stick a USB one into a USB three mm. port, even if it doesn't fit. They'll force it. Yeah. I like to think that the Necrons are having this Barney, and then mm-hmm. the Adepts and Mechanicus have stepped in as tech support. <laughs> to try and solve the situation. That's the. Uh... <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully. This will be one of those things where the actual civil war between the Necrons will have an impact on the grimdark future. I like that they've been pushing forward the storyline in 140,000 now, and things are actually meaning something. And I really hope that this then does something similar to what's happening in the Imperium and beyond as well. Um, and we actually get to see some interesting things happen in the lore, which will be very cool. But yeah, We are waiting on the next Imperial Primarch to come back. Very true. And in general, we're... we're narrative stories are just easy, just nicer to play 40k yes, with very much so it's just a better way to play yes i agree but yeah watch out for those this weekend be quick yeah. or be dead be quick or be dead <laughs> be undead like a necron i'd be curious to see what like like you say if they push the narrative story forward mm. how that could resolve itself mm. um there's a nice thing mantic did one of the characters in Kings of War, where there's just this really keen wizard called Jarvis, who's really, I mean, he's really fond of the stuff about the Ophidians and the fact they used to use undead, but they were nice. They were not, they weren't evil necromancers doing stuff. Mm. They were nice people. Mm. You know, you only became a resurrected servant if you bequeathed your body to the state, that type okay. of thing. Okay. So, so in game terms, you can, taken on that army with Jarvis as your leader, if you include him, essentially. And it changes the faction alignment from evil to good, which oh, means then cool. you can ally with good forces. Yeah. Could you see something like that in the Necrons? Well, Could I mean, you end up with they, a, a division they where they go, the Blood Angels once, remember? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> and a lot of their leadership do have some like code-written yeah. errors where they don't really see themselves as dead. If you include X, then that changes how the Necrons deploy and therefore allows cool. them to align more with Imperium or Eldar, whatever it happens to be, with the living peoples. Yeah, so just as just long as there's not flayed ones turning up. Oh, flayed <laughs> ones are my favourite. I always used to say they looked like they were trying to disguise themselves as humans and creep yes. through. <laughs> I am human. <laughs> Look at my human flesh. <laughs> Anyway, right, enough <laughs> of this news. We need to have a swish and come back, calm down for some 3D printing. Okay, time to take a look at something that's very apropos for Dungeonalia. It's tiny furniture. Tiny furniture, what? For tiny dungeons. <laughs> tiny, tiny dungeons. Yeah, so uh, I was having a peruse through my mini factory and seeing what was on offer from the various companies that are on there. And uh, one of them that stuck out for me uh, was one that kind of, uh, as you say, gels very nicely with Dungeonalia. Uh, So this is Tiny Furniture, as the name suggests, and they produce Tiny Furniture. Um, So these, this is what I think is like 
the best use of a 3D printer, right? You can print models. That's cool. Yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. But I think doing scatter and terrain and all that kind of stuff is the the thing because it's all the little tiny weird things that you want to add to your tabletops start giving them character making the world field lived in and also just to create fun and interesting tabletops for you to play your games on and i think uh, that the stuff that uh tiny furniture have been working on mm. is is just wonderful uh they've they've crossed all the different gamuts of kind of fantasy and little sci-fi bits and everything else in between as well which i think is really nice and they do do occasional miniatures and things like that as do well do. which i think is good do do ha but i think it's just a wonderful little section of stuff that will be great for those people who are maybe looking to embellish a hero quest board uh, mm. like like mr johnston perhaps <laughs> uh, and everything else in between uh, and uh, yeah they've been doing this for a little while now as well i think it's really nice tiny campfire Mm. i mean that's that's a if that's your campfire that's an extensive camp (laughs) it's just some sort of glamping yeah i mean you you've probably got a kitchen wagon that that just slots into yeah Uh, i I like to imagine that's just sitting in front of the entrance to a cave slash dungeon (laughs) thing Uh, and so many adventures have been sent there over the years Uh, that they've just you know it's just it's a permanent fixture now yeah Yeah. the, the town magistrate has done a Technic come camp area. Yeah. It's like those things you find on the top of mountains where it's just a shack where people just stay overnight. <laughs> and it's just yes. been there for years. Yeah. Very like cool. that. Oh, I've yeah. got that. What, the actual gargoyle or a little? <laughs> the act, that actual gargoyle. Oh, because wow. it's gargoyles of Notre Dame. That's oh, why cool. I, yeah. I got it when I was in France years ago. It's a bit that big. It's a little stone resin version of oh, it. No. Technically not a gargoyle. Yeah. That one's a grotesque. It's only a gargoyle if water can flow through it. If it can pee or spew. Yep. <laughs> that's the way they know. That's, that's, that's how you know. <laughs> uh, some of these are lovely. They are really nice, yeah. And it's as I say, it's it's just one of those things that I think... It's the incidental pieces. Yeah, yeah the, the flavor pieces. bits. The, the bits that you forget about. Because you mm. can have a lot of stuff like MDF terrain or big plastic kits and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if you've got something that's particularly... I mean, flat. I use yeah, flat or mm. generic, but I use that term endearingly because mm. uh, obviously it's usually quick and easy to put together. Um, these kind of things then add to those terrain elements that you've got on the tabletop and start to take things in different directions. And as I say, if you are someone who's going to be playing role playing games or board games <laughs> that have a kind of adventure bent to them and with tiles and characters and all that kind of stuff, this kind of stuff is great for building up character on the tabletop and creating um, sort of encounters that your player character your players will actually get involved with and have some fun with they'll, they'll be like ah oh, there's big mushrooms everywhere maybe i can push someone onto this or use it mm. to cut it down and like spread paws over them and that kind of thing <sighs> even if you're diving into something miniature based so you're playing through walking dead which is obviously yeah. coming back this year this mm. kind of stuff is amazing for that yeah, yeah. See, seeing this this makes me want to actually take uh, a video game project zomboid and convert it to a tabletop game. There you go. Yeah, I was more thinking supermarket sweep as a supermarket as a <laughs> as a dungeon crawler. Oh, uh, here comes Dale Winton. Open Zombie the Dale Winton. Oh, <laughs> uh, what color of paint would you use to get that skin tone? <laughs> you just wood varnish. Astronomer's <laughs> oh, oh, uh, yeah. room. Yeah, ah. I mean, imagine that for like a wizard's tower on the tabletop that you're exploring yes. in something. I mean, really cool. Look at the lenses on that. Mm. Reminds me of the Martian from uh, Warner Brothers. Yes, <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. who will be yeah. disintegrated. Yeah, little Marvin. 
where's the kaboom? <laughs> you have made me uh, very angry. That's a very good voice. Well that was a good one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I, I just think all the little sets they've done. Down? That's yes, definitely that's got, a bad that's got that's got summon and bind in it. Mm. <laughs> that has his internet browser history uh, on it. Yeah. Um uh, but it's like Especially for games, I think a lot of the fantasy stuff anyway, it would be really good for embellishing stuff for like Frostgrave and, yeah. and games, of the, or maybe like Rangers of Shadow Deep and things like that, where you're trying to build up interesting tabletops that are usually quite small. So you want to try and pack them out with stuff. And there's only so, there's only so many walls and, uh, you know, tumbled down bits of um, building that you could put into a game. When actually oh, the old roundabout, one of the most dangerous play park items yeah. you could ever find. Yeah, you put in a rule where you can strap someone to the side of it, and then the other characters get to roll dice to spin them around, and then they get flung off in different directions. That's yeah, I did ah. that. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, uh, the the incidental pieces yeah. that you can add on to scratch built terrain. Yeah, things like these to go around the the side of buildings for your uh, even your regular MDF stuff. Doing these as ancillary components that you stick yeah, on yeah. really breaks away from the blockiness of it. The thing that I think's really good about this stuff as well i mean correct me if i'm wrong as well but a lot of this stuff is quite small probably quite easy to print as well so if you're just starting out with your 3d printer this kind of stuff could be amazing for you to get started and sort of like fine-tune things because you'll yep. you know in the end it's also terrain and if it gets a bit battered gets a bit broken in the process of you putting it all together and printing it off just mess it up and use it as part of a ruined section of your tabletop or something as well yep so. I mean, a lot of this looks pretty clean and straightforward. So you're not going to have to faff about with a ton of supports and stuff. Yeah, I mean, as I say, a lot of them say pre-supported anyway. So you, you know, you're working from mm. stuff that's been tested. You yeah, imagine yeah. as well. Uh, as I say, they've been doing this for a while, from, from what we can see here. So um, there's definitely uh, some interesting stuff there for people to dive mm. in and have some fun with. So have rat a quick, on stilts. Have a quick look at the teeny people, <laughs> since there are some teeny people. Proper classic pit fighter, getting vibes of that art, that art piece from the Mordheim rulebook. If you mm, remember that, yeah, I do. Very similar, in fact. <laughs> yes, very cool. All for the stabby. Mm-hmm. Oh, doggo, dead dog. Dead. Oh, <laughs> what? He's just sleeping. He's just it's not sleeping. eating anything over its ball. Oh no, Jerry. <laughs> There's a can of spam, but I look at that. It's oh. When you go near it, stay away. You'll get fleas and stuff. Chuffy, no. <laughs> hey, look, it's, 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 the the new, it's the mechanic, a sniper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Skitari sniper. Yeah. He appears to be a jailer because he's got a key. Uh, you see, I think still with the way it's well. got the, the person feet on the bottom, mm. it, I think it's pretending to be human going, okay, now all I need is a big jacket and a hat. <laughs> Here, you're not wrong. It is. <laughs> it's perfect for the again the marginalia star design of something like Mordheim. Mm. Like have that toddling down as a random encounter in Mordheim, just toddling down the street. <laughs> the confused Ratman thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, see things or... like this having your your carts and stuff that you can use just for like scenario pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, you are traveling on a road with a cart. How often yeah. do you have a decent cart? Very much so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's some some really nice stuff there, and something a little bit different than the kind of things that we normally look at. I, I know that a lot of the time people will go to tribes or Patreon pages mm. and and all that kind of thing, and they'll see the big flashy miniatures that you get that you can print off on or, or whatever that are you know 
the size of your child and all that kind of thing. Oh, I love um, that one. The D and D players. Yes, that is very good. Um, but I think just these kind of smallest num, num, kits num. and these smaller sets yeah. are just a really nice uh, way for you to get started and have some fun. Really, so yeah, very cool. Yeah, sweet to the beat. What's <laughs> what's the other one? Which is more of the same. Oh, uh, so that's uh, their that's their tribes. So if you're uh, interested in getting the stuff as uh, bundles every month, then they've also got tribes there as well. So I'll, I'll have, have to do a commercial license. Below. Yeah, yeah. So if if you like the look of this stuff. Maybe search this over on sort of Etsy or something like that, yep. and uh, you might be able to find some good sellers. That's where I've found a lot of stuff that I've uh, really wanted from 3D printers uh, over on Etsy, and they usually they usually very good. So yeah, mm, not mushroom in that house, mm. right? Interesting stuff from Tiny Furniture. Yeah, obviously mm. a lot of good bits and pieces in there, especially for scratch builders. Mm-hmm. That is the way to go for 3D printing. Just do bits and pieces for scratch builders just to decorate their buildings yes no need to do miniatures don't <laughs> don't games not that you give me tiny tiny little <laughs> tiny little things yeah. tiny little things and we're good to go right we have some kickstarters we do three kickstarters to round out the show yes pretty much actually yeah <laughs> technically technically the best yeah technically three yeah. I love technically. That's the, the best kind <laughs> of correct. Yep. Um, but we start off with uh, a big one from the folks at Monolith. Um, they've been helming Conan for many years now and doing a really good job with the game. It is possibly one of the best adventure style board games that I've played on the tabletop in a long while. The mm-hmm. mechanics are solid and they're um, and it's sort of grown and developed with the community over the last couple of years. Um, their latest kickstarter mm-hmm. um is focused around both one of the biggest and most the fa- one of the most famous stories of conan red nails uh alongside a bunch of other expansions as well um leading the way is that red nails box which will give you new models for conan and valeria and that mighty dragon for you to fight as well which i think is really awesome and the actual scenario is obviously going to be based around that story and sort of how that plays out but on top of that They've also added a whole bunch of other stuff in there as well. So they've really grown and developed the solo and cooperative mode of play. So if you're someone who's played Conan in the past, maybe you started out back when the Kickstarter initially launched, which is many years ago now. Um, I've, I've got my copy somewhere up there and I still mm. enjoy playing it every so often. Uh, it was a one versus many game where one player controlled all of the enemies and then everyone else controlled the different characters. And you had the Book of Skelos, the, the river in front of you. They've now tweaked the mechanics slightly so that you can play it by yourself or you can mm-hmm. play it with cooperatively, which I think is a really nice touch. Um, because not a lot not everyone's excited by the idea of doing a one versus many game. Mm. Sometimes you just want to work together of an evening and play the game and have some fun. And they've done some really nice stuff with that. As I say, again, working alongside the community uh for Conan to 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 bring that back to the tabletop. And they've folded that into the expansions and stuff that you get for this game, especially for red nails and, and all that kind of stuff. There's also, and this one's really fun, mm. a versus mode that they've put into the game. So this allows two players or, or more, maybe if you wanted to go down that route, to dive in and take control of heroes and villains from the Conan universe and have them alongside their lackeys, their monsters and everything else in between and actually fight out versus games against each other. So like Warband versus Warband. Um, mm. It uses all the core mechanics of Conan. So it uses, again, that Book of Skelos uh, and the kind of uh, mechanics that they've used for that with the gems and stuff uh, and the fatigue and things. But you then have that now in a versus format. So it's all about just sort of beating up your enemies and using your initiative and that kind of thing, which I think is really nice. Um, So if you're interested in just getting more out of Conan, um, then I think that's a good way of going. 
There's an additional expansion that they've talked about as well called Worms of the Earth, which delves into more of the different uh, Conan stories. So if you're someone somewhat of a Conan aficionado, you've got some uh, new ways to go in, uh, on, on that front with some new heroes and some new villains there. Of course, they've also returned with the original base pledge as well. So they, they called this the King Pledge when it mm. originally came out. That's the one that I've got. It comes with a lot of stuff anyway. <laughs> It's back and in greater numbers. Um, so you'll be able to snap that up and have some fun with it. Uh, looks very, very cool. So if you're someone who's never touched Kainan before and you want to give this a go, make sure to check this out and, and, and pick that one up as well. There's stretch goals and everything else in between as well. Mm. There's even a Frazetta box. So as you all know, in the past, they've done really cool box sets where you can get um, miniatures designed based on artwork from various creators. Obviously, Frank Frazetta is one of the most iconic Conan mm. artists of uh, of, of his time. Um, and there's now a set there that comes with two models based on him and a new scenario where you can have Conan riding around on horseback, kicking ass and taking names, which is always nice to see. The miniatures themselves are lovely. I, I remember mm. get, opening the box set back in the day and it was gorgeous even back then. Um, I think they've gone back and they've done a lot more stuff with the tooling and the design to make their mod models pop even more now. So if you're somebody who was uh, maybe on the fence back in the day, maybe it's a good time to dive in and have a look at it and see what you think. As I say, it's a huge bunch of Konani goodness. If you were in any way <laughs> uh, sort of drawn to the idea of Conan on the tabletop, I think this is probably now the definitive way of enjoying the game, uh, enjoying his world, his fantasy world on the tabletop. Um, uh, so yeah, make sure to check this out and, and see what you think. It's surprisingly cheap. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. If I mean, if you're going for the, I need everything type of stuff 120 yeah yeah is that plus your postage red blah 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 yeah and if you need the core pledge then you're only about two yeah two or five yeah two or five i mean considering all of that any goodness i i I think it's pretty good as i say i mean obviously i can only give my opinion on it but i really love the mechanics for this and and i think my opinion on it if you wanted Go. <laughs> no, no, you could. Oh, I could. Yeah, yeah. Yours, I suppose, yeah. Jerry also thinks this is a great game. <laughs> a question. Yes. Go. Are we funded yet? Yes, it is. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. By, oh, by funded in speeds, okay. yeah. yeah. Fair, so fair. Stretch goals are being knocked over left, right, and center. Yeah. Um, uh, as, as I say, as I say, no, like, I've, I've played the game. I think it's really good. I've read up over the years on the FAQs and the things they've done uh, developing the solo mm-hmm. and the cooperative rules. And every time I've brought this to game to the tabletop with people who are like new to this kind of thing, mm-hmm. really enjoy mm-hmm. it and they've got it very quickly. Um, so maybe this is worth uh, diving in and checking out yourself. I have a question for you then, Benjamino. Yes. You and your group of players who you've forced mm. to play this. Have you read any Conan? Or I have, is, yes. Or, or is your only experience this and the Schwarzenegger film? I uh, have watched the the Conan film, obviously, with mm. Mr. Schwarzenegger. I have watched the Conan the Adventure cartoon series, which is amazing, obviously. If you say so. uh, and but no, uh, over the last year, uh, last couple of years, I've read the there's like a big Chronicles of Conan book, the the lovely black leather style one, <laughs> faux leather one. Uh, I've been reading through that, and it's been really fun. Uh, and you know, read things like um, Red Nails so, and stuff like that. And stuff. Yeah, oh, good old two gun bobs last yes. Conan adventure. Um, so when you're playing through, do they, obviously this one specifically says it mirrors the, the red nails. Are they 
sort of narrative progression like that? Do you get do you get the story if you haven't read the stories? Does it go with this scenario? This is what's you happening. A, blah blah blah. And now you're moving on, or is it kind you, of nebula? Here are the characters from it, and then you're just going in and bashing people. You you is get a bit of uh, a bit of both. Like some of them are very much kind of dragged straight from the books, whereas <laughs> other ones are kind of like here are some heroes from Conan's universe. They are on the table. Like for example, one of the characters that you can actually play as in one of the stories dies within the first five ten pages but obviously he's brought back as a character in this to have much more of a thing right. which is quite nice um so it kind of does a, a little bit of both which is really good and the the depth they've gone into when it comes to looking at the heroes and the villains and all that kind of thing is just phenomenal like some of the stuff they've gone in i've gone oh that guy's mentioned in like two pages in this mm. book uh but he's here on the tabletop um so yeah i i can't i cannot say uh, too much. I, well, I can say plenty of good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Fascinating stuff. There you go, folks. If you're a Conan fan and you've not already checked it out, you probably should have a wee look. And if you're not a Conan fan yet, yeah. um, it seems like a good starting place. Yeah, themselves, yeah. it's a, a good sword and sorcery style board game. And if it encourages you then to go back and read the somewhat extensive Conan mm-hmm. catalog these days with multiple yeah. authors yeah. um chipping in at various points he was even in marvel at one stage it was yeah. there's there a whole range of marvel i will things. say that as well bizarre. The, the the newer book series that have been coming out from um authors that have gone back to kind of howard's original version of the character and then playing mm-hmm. around with that mm-hmm. they're actually not too bad i've been reading uh blood of the serpent i think it is mm-hmm. uh, and it feels very in tune with the kind of core conan you know themes and things like that which is always nice so yeah Make sure to check those out as well. Don't discount them. Cool. Right. Ten days left for Conan. Yes. Of all its myriad hyperborean things in there. Mm. Uh, and which is technically, technically Cthulhu Mythos as well. Yes. Because <laughs> he, he was a big fan slash friend of Have you gone to the uh, top of the Mr. Tower of the Elephant and looked into the beyond? So so yes. <laughs> and you know what I'm like when it comes to the mythos. Can't get enough of it. Right. We have our final two Kickstarters then. Mm. And this one was picked exclusively by Ben. I will say that everybody in the Discord and everybody on social media and on Twitter and everywhere else, oh well, everywhere, pretty much everywhere, has been going, has Ben seen this yet? <laughs> so this is a collaboration between Bood War Games and Lafig Miniatures. Uh, and as Jerry said, this is kind of like two Kickstarters in one. Uh, it's two projects that are running simultaneously. One of them allows you to get the physical models um, from, from Bood. Range, yep. from Bood. And the other one allows you to get the STL files, if you want to print them off, from Lafig Miniatures. Yeah. Um, this is a collection that has been, as I say, developed by Bood, but it's based on the original John Pickford sculpts, I believe, mm, yeah. um, who has given his grace, as far as I can tell, the for these to be dwarves. updated and yeah. modified and brought back to the tabletop as part of a new dwarven crusading army on the tabletop so if you're someone who was old hammer mm. is an old hammer lover mm. this is pretty much for you i, I have had a seen, regiment of these well not these but i had a regiment yeah, of the original imperial really, dwarves way I, I have seen maybe four or five blogs over the last week dedicated to pickford's work mm. so i think people like this kind of stuff <laughs> oh god uh, yeah so I think a lot of folks are going to be diving in. This one's funded as well uh, across both of yeah, the yeah. projects for you to dive in and have for with. But they've done... Funded better see, on the physical models, I'm just going to say, because yeah. more people like physical they're better. models. Yeah. Uh, but yes, you can get yourself a whole host of different dwarven uh, miniatures as crusaders with that old hammer feel. Uh, there's sets of dwarven heroes. There's crossbowmen, there's spearmen, there's your regular warriors as well. 
with your hand weapons and shield. So everything you need to make your core armies on the tabletop, they've even gone and done mounted heroes, mounted spearmen. And I believe there's even more stuff in the works that Bood wants to bring to the tabletop. Um, I know that they've been sort of tinkering around with the idea of things like slayers and berserkers and all that kind of stuff as well. So keep an eye out for those in the near the, future. Yeah. I, some of the stretch goals that they've been unlocking, I've been adoring. Um, yes. Drunk pedestrian's good. The drunk pony's okay. There, <laughs> there is a drunk dwarf on a drunk pony. Um, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Drag himself along. And then there should, yeah. there's a table full of them somewhere. <laughs> there's uh, a drunk, just... drunk pony as well. So, Dude, don't drink it, nobody, horse. Nobody's getting home there. Nobody's <laughs> getting home at all. Um, and then having a, a bit of a party at the table. Yeah. I mean, that that's a there's Classic how you right want to there. fill your dungeon. You could call the drunken dwarves with angry quite, drunken dwarves. You could say it's quite an Eck wine collection. Oh, you terrible man! You God, oh, you God, oh. it's so much <laughs> to please me. <laughs> and John leaves. <laughs> yeah, it's the best way. But yeah, uh, stunning, stunning set of sculpts. Yeah. Um, mm. Interesting that they've. Um, managed to transition to the three-dimensional as well uh, via Lafitte. So they've done several Kickstarters of their own as STL things. They've got really interesting Forest Goblin um, STL range. So they've obviously been there, done that, and I presumably have, because these are traditionally sculpted, presumably have used some form of technologically. Technology. Yes, to, uh, scanners are now a, a thing that many to, companies to get must them, fear. To get them up and running, but I threw I threw the link to this into um, the Crown of Command Discord like a grenade. But in case you haven't seen it, <laughs> bam! Just gonna leave Thank this here. Know. Leaves because I, I was waiting. They they first touted this oh end of November, early December, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been waiting patiently in the corner, bug eyed, going, "Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Come on, you son of a gun! Launch it! Launch it! Launch it!" Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a terrific range for any game, really. Let's face it. Yeah, if you're yeah. playing Old Hammer, you're quids in. But any anywhere that you need dwarves, um, being able to get all the infantry and even a set of ponery um, dwarves is also really nice. I believe the ponies aren't metal. I think the ponies um, are potentially 3D printed with metal riders. I think it said something there on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So you can't have everything, but uh, but yeah, um, this is great, and I can't wait to see what they do next um, because that classic dwarf feel uh, is just so good. I did see see someone on social media who said, "Oh, I can't use these. I've not. There's no game I own that has dwarves with spears." And I was like, "What? (laughs) I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could fight (laughs) one." But buy a better game or add one point to fight yeah. in two ranks. There you go. That yeah. is my gift. That is my gift to social go. media. Uh, if you own a game that you play and it doesn't contain something, the author's not going to come around and punch you. You can just you know, make up whatever rules you want. And if they don't work, uh, then change them for the next well, one. I don't know. James from the mists of time, from the long, long ago, Jerry pulls out a rules mechanic from ancient times. Uh, yeah. Add one point. Add one rank <laughs> and add one point. Ancient get, wisdom. Get on with your life. Um, right. There we go. So that is Bood and La Figue. There is 23 days left for the physical miniatures and 23 days left for the STLs. Who would have Strange thought? that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I like it. I like what they've done there. Both funded already, so go and fill your boots with drunken dwarfs. I wonder if they had a race to see which one funded first. 
I imagine so. I bet they did, yeah. Yeah, uh, in which case, I think it was actually the STLs, but then oh. the, uh, the physical have overhauled them. Possibly once I threw it into the Chronicle Man thing. It's like the hair and the tortoise. <laughs> yep, there we go. We all know how the hair and tortoise finish, though, don't yeah, we? That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Jerry was eating hair and tortoise soup. <laughs> Close. The, the, there was a fire in the forest, and because the tortoise had beaten the hare, they went, you take the message that we need help, and then everybody burnt to death. <laughs> that's how that fable ends. And it's important to remember that. Being first when well you snow is, is always good. <laughs> yep. God bless Mr. Fably himself. Right. On that note, I think it's time for us to go. Um, we shall return next Friday. Well, I won't actually because I'm off. Uh, You're on holiday. Bye. Yeah, so is John. <laughs> uh, oh, well, God. Who's going to do the show? <laughs> some of them will return next week. Um, we will be back on Sunday morning, though, because I don't get away that easily. So if you want to join us over on tabletop.com for our XLBS, uh, where this week, I believe, we're joined by the brothers Johnston. Mm. Ooh, who knows what big-headed madness will be going on with that one. Nothing uh, will happen. The show will be over in three hours, and you won't know what's holes. <laughs> <laughs> Time will tell. Anyway, you can get a 30-day trial if you are not already a cultist, and if you are, then you know what we're about already. Uh, don't forget to comment below if you want to pick up that dragon bean stuff. Such a um, good game. Oh. It is. Mine is right over my shoulder. Mine's behind me. Um, see? <laughs> twinsies right we will be back next week until then have a great week of gaming bye bye go ahead and check out our other content on screen now and while you're at it why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong go on you know you want to click it go on <laughs>